Hello, hello. So today is a very special day because it is my 23rd birthday. I have been on this planet living and breathing for a full 23 years now, which is crazy to say out loud. It's crazy. So today what I wanted to share, since it's my 23rd birthday, I wanted to share 23 life lessons that I kind of wish I knew a little bit before I turned 23. So a little bit different content from what I normally put out there, but I feel like this would be fun to turn into like a podcast episode after too. So, oh, thank you, Gary. Yeah, so today's my 23rd birthday and yeah, I wanna just dive into this. The past few weeks have been a little crazy because I've been traveling. So if you've been keeping up on my Instagram stories, um, yeah, things have been a little bit hectic around here. I went up to Boston to visit family, was able to celebrate my sister's graduation. Um, yeah, lots of stuff going on. But yeah, let's let's dive into this because I think it'll be kind of kind of fun to share some of the stuff that I've learned over the years. So I've made a list on my notepad on my laptop. So I'm gonna kind of just like read off of some of the big bullet points. Some of them I'll elaborate a little bit more than others. I feel like some of them are pretty straightforward. Um, but I always think it's super cool when other people share this. I was on YouTube the other day and I saw somebody who turned 65 and he shared 65 things he wished he knew before he turned 65. And I just thought it was so cool because like you get to see, I've, I've watched these over the years and some of the life lessons that people have shared like haven't applied to me at all because like I just don't understand that. Like I don't have kids. I don't you know, like I'm not at the, the latter half of my life. So like some of the stuff that people talk about, it's really interesting because it hasn't clicked for me yet, but I've been watching these style of videos for years now. And some of the stuff that people talk about, like their college experiences, like I can now finally relate to that. So it's just like a really cool dynamic. So some of the stuff you might not relate to, some of the stuff you might've been like, oh, Olivia, back in my day, I remember feeling like that too, but yeah, all right, so the first thing that I wish I knew is that I should embrace constructive criticism a lot more. I have always been the person who is very, I guess, defensive of myself. So whenever anyone tried to give me like constructive criticism or tell me, like point me in a different direction, I took it way more personally than I should have. And because of that, it just got me in this really bad negative energy with stuff. And over the past few years, especially as I've gone through college and, you know, had professors ridiculing my work and getting Fs on assignments and stuff like that and not understanding like theories, it really kind of opened my eyes that instead of just thinking that I know everything and that I should like, you know, be great at everything. Like it's okay to embrace constructive criticism. Like constructive criticism is there for a reason. It's not meant to hurt your feelings. It's meant to push you forward and become a better person. So that is definitely something that I wish I had known earlier on, but I think that was just a lesson I needed to learn throughout college because I'd always been the very top of my class. I'd always been like the best of the best of what I do. And once I was in an environment with other people who were really great at what we did um it was kind of like a reality slap for me so yeah that's lesson number one lesson number two is life is not a competition with others it's just a journey with yourself so this one isn't really tailored more towards me but because like i've never been like a super competitive person with others based off of like 
where they're at in their life and stuff like that. But I've seen so many other people around me with this mindset and I've seen how it really affects them. A great example is when I was growing up, I swam for the YMCA and there was this one girl who was just so overly competitive with everyone else, including my younger sister. And my younger sister like never saw that. She never saw the dynamic of like this other girl was trying to be super competitive with her. And because of that, this other girl ended up just like failing so many times in life. And it just like, she, she always took everything super personally. Whereas my sister, like she just, I don't know. It was just a really weird dynamic. My sister ended up growing on her own and it was, she ended up embracing her own journey. Whereas this other girl was constantly comparing herself to everyone else. And she was just always in competition with everyone else. And I've seen so many other people do this as well. And I mean, honestly, I guess I have been guilty of it where, especially in the online space and entrepreneurship, where you see other people making like $50,000 months and like all these crazy high numbers. And it's like, why am I not hitting this yet? Like I'm doing the exact same things they are. But what I've come to realize over time is that it's just a journey with yourself and a lot of the stuff that you're going through, other people might not have had the same experiences. Everyone has different things going for them in life. So when you try and be competitive with other people like that, it's just going to be your own downfall. Like embrace your own journey. Number three is that time is way more precious and valuable than money. This was a lesson that I had to learn once I actually started making money because growing up, I was dirt poor, um, family filed for bankruptcy like three times. So in my eyes, money was way more valuable than time because I never had money growing up. I never knew what it was like to have money. And once I hit the point where I was actually making money, I realized that I was putting so much time into figuring out how to make money that I wasn't actually enjoying what money could do for me. So it's this weird balance of trying to figure out the two for sure. But in my opinion, I'd rather be back dirt poor and still being able to live my best life with all the time in the world than making so much money, but only having very little time. You know, don't get me wrong, making money is great, having money in the bank is great, but I will always firmly believe that time is more valuable than money because you can always make money back. And this is a lesson that my fiance has actually taught me, trying to like get me out of this unhealthy, negative mindset about money. And it's been very calming and something that <laughs> I've had to realize over time for sure. And for anyone who's watching this or listening to this, I do understand the feeling of being in that like needy kind of energy around money because like I said, I grew up with that. It wasn't until two years ago where I hit my first big months in my business where I kind of let go of that. Um, so until you kind of like figure out that balance, I feel like that energy is always going to be there, but understand that you can always make money. It might not come right away, but the potential is always there. Time, you have a limited time on this earth. You have such limited time. So make the most out of your time. Lesson number four that I've learned in my 23 years of being alive. I'm so wise, aren't I? Um, sometimes it's okay to say no. You don't have to please everyone. Saying no has been very, very hard for me. And I was always a people pleaser growing up. And it's doing a lot of like inner work the past nine months has really changed this inside of me where I've realized that I don't have to say yes to every single opportunity that comes my way. I don't have to, 
you know, let everyone else make the choices for me. Like, it's okay to stand my ground and make choices um, and say no if I don't want to be doing something or say no if, like, an opportunity just isn't aligned with where I'm at right now. So, yeah, it's okay to say no sometimes. You don't have to say yes to every opportunity that comes up. I'm going to take a sip of tea. Number five is to create healthy boundaries because you deserve respect. And these boundaries are not just with family members or anything like that or clients. Like, it's everything. Creating boundaries with yourself, creating boundaries with your spouse, with your children, with um, your clients, with your work. Like, set boundaries for yourself because you deserve the respect of being treated like a proper human being. <laughs> and sometimes it's so much harder to set those boundaries with your your own person than it is with the external world. Like I find it so much easier to set boundaries with like my parents and with my clients rather than myself where I set a time where it's like, no, Olivia, you're not working past 5 p.m. on weekdays. And sometimes I catch myself at like six, seven, eight o'clock still doing work. And it's because I didn't respect myself enough to, you know, hold true to that boundary. So it's not just boundaries with like family members or clients who are creeping in with scope work or all this stuff. Like it comes with everything in life. So set boundaries. Lesson number six is to embrace experiences over materialistic items. So this was another lesson I learned once I actually started making money because when I hit a certain threshold in my business where like I had more throw around money and I was like, oh, I'll just like go Amazon browsing and not be afraid to like buy something or I'd go out to eat and I'd just like spend $120 on sushi and shit like that because I love sushi. <laughs> um, I, I realized that I was spending money on a lot of materialistic things that didn't actually make me happy. And in the past 23 years of being alive, I've learned that the more money you make, spend it on actual life experiences rather like flying out to different places around the world or going to visit family or something like that. Because, oh, thank you, Mary. Because like you can always, you can buy something off of Amazon and the moment it gets shipped to your house, it's like, oh my god, I'm so excited to unpackage it and like see it. And then you open it up and you play around with whatever it is for like five, ten minutes. And then that feeling just goes away. When you put your money towards experiences, it just makes you so much more happy as a person, I've realized. So that is lesson number six. Embrace experiences and spend your money on experiences over materialistic items. And again, this depends on who you are. This is just me as a person. Some people enjoy you know, the jewelry and all that sort of stuff. And if that's what you want to spend your money on, like, I'm not saying that's a bad thing at all. But I think for like 90% of the people I've ever talked to, what makes them happy is spending money on experiences. So that's number six. Number seven is that it is okay to walk away from toxic relationships. Oh, I could, I could make like an entire podcast episode on this one because throughout college, I really kind of figured out who I was more as a person. And I realized a lot of the people that I was surrounding myself with were assholes, were people who had no motivation in life, were people who just like didn't care about anything. 
And it was really bringing me down as a person. And subconsciously, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that a lot of these people I was surrounding myself with were actually pulling me back in life when in reality, I want to be progressing in a different direction. So if you feel this like toxic energy, this toxic vibe with people you're surrounding yourself with, remove yourself from the situation. And I know it's going to vary depending on what your situation is. Sometimes you're in a, a domestic partnership that can end up really messy. Sometimes things just life happens. You don't see the, the red flags until you're actually out of the situation. But understand that it's okay to walk away from people. Like if you feel like friends or family members are holding you back, get out of there, walk away. You, they have no, your life is so short. You don't have the time or the energy to make everyone else happy. Or, you know, if you have a dream, go live your dream. If other people around you aren't respecting that dream and trying to help you in that direction, then they aren't meant to be in your life. So that's lesson number seven. Lesson number eight is always be true to yourself and your values. And I think this one kind of just stands on its own. I'm probably not going to elaborate too much on this one, but always stand true to yourself and your values. If something feels off, then it's probably just not aligned with who you are. So again, this one will be short. Number nine is you can learn something from everyone you meet. Everyone has something valuable to share with you. I think a lot of times as people, I, all right, so little story behind this one. A lot of times as people, we meet other people in our lives and we just don't feel like talking to them. We don't feel like interacting with them. We just feel like, you know, pushing them away and just whatever, like this random person came up to me and just said hi and started talking about themselves. What I've realized over time is to embrace those conversations because every time I've like met somebody at the airport or I've met somebody at like the gym or something like that and we just have a quick side conversation, I learn so much more about the world and about life just from talking with them for like five to 10 minutes. Perfect example of this is when I was on my way from Nashville to Boston last week, I met this guy in the airport. I was just on my phone, like doing random things. I was probably editing like a TikTok video or something. And I had my headphones on. So to most people, that's the sign of like, don't talk to me. I don't really want to interact with you right now. But this guy just didn't care. He just came up to me and he's like, okay, we'll just shoot the shit or whatever. And we started talking about his business, actually. He started telling me about how he was going up to Boston, he was doing this conference thing, and we were talking about, he was like this really nice 65-year-old man who just living life to the to his best. He had like three kids back at home who were all grown up out of college, and he was just like telling me his whole life story. And the things that I learned from this person in our 10, 15-minute conversation before we got on the plane was just incredible. And it's like, embrace those sort of conversations. like. If somebody, I know some people are creeps, some people are weirdos, but if somebody like starts talking with you, definitely build up the skill of talking with other people because you'll be so amazed at some of the life experiences other people have had. And it's just, yeah, it's, stories are just crazy. So lesson number, what are we on now? I think we just did nine. Lesson number 10, it's okay to fail. Oh, I still struggle with this one, but I know that it's it's like a it's a reality. It's okay to fail. Failing has been something, and I know this is what everyone says, but you learn so much more from your failures than you do from success. Because 
throughout life, if you're always successful and if you're always, you know, on this linear growth path and you never have these these dips or these turns or things that come up in life, then you're, you're not really going to be evolving as much. You're not going to be growing as much. But from failures, that's when you really start to learn. And it sucks because it's something you never want to hear until you're in the situation. When you're in the situation, it's also something you don't want to hear. And it's like, oh, you're going to learn so much from this. It's going to be okay when you get on the other side. It's all going to be great. Don't worry about it. But it's so true. Like, I hate it so much. It's the worst phrase possible. But like, failure is definitely one of those things that you just, you got to embrace it. You really do. And it, sometimes in the moment, you're going to be like, this is so shitty. I hate life right now. Like, when are things going to turn around and go my way? But looking back on it, you have the best lessons and stories that come out of that failure. Gary says, I learned that I don't like to fail. Yeah, I hate failing too. It's literally the worst feeling in the world. I honestly don't think anyone likes failing, but it's, yeah, I don't, I don't like it either, Gary. <laughs> but it's a lesson for sure. Number 11. Lesson number 11 is start networking young. So, or just like start networking and meeting other people. This one kind of ties into number nine where I talk about you can learn something from everyone, but your network is gonna be your biggest asset because when I was at my low points in my business and in my life, I relied so much on the mentorship groups I was in. I relied so much on the connections I've built over the past few years. And sometimes it's just a little, it's someone you know who knows someone else that's going to be a game changer for you. When I was like at my low with clients and I couldn't find another client, I leaned on my network and I said, hey, if anyone here knows somebody in this industry, like, can you let them know that I'm open for work? Or if somebody, you know, somebody who needs help with this, like, let them know that, like, I'm available for clients right now. And I ended up getting three clients from that one Facebook post I put out in my mentorship group. And it just really made me realize that your connections, your, your network, it really is your net worth. And it's not in the way that you think. It's because of, it's just because you built this real, genuine, authentic human connection with other people. And they know you enough to, they know and trust you enough to refer you to other people. So... Start building up your network young and not in like a like a sleazy way. I see a lot of people try and do it where they like cold DM and like all this like annoying shit. Like, you know what I mean? You probably get these messages all the time from people who are like you join a Facebook group and then they send you a private message and they're like, oh, I saw you joined X, Y and Z Facebook group. I love to connect. And it's like, no, you don't. You just want to market to me. Stop it. So if, <laughs> really start to build genuine human connections with people and you'll definitely reap the rewards of that over the years for sure. All right, number 12, lesson number 12 of less of 23 lessons. Learn the art of time management. Okay, so this is coming, I, again, I could make a whole other podcast episode on this and I think I actually do have one, but time management is one of those skills that I think is everyone could learn. It is just, you have to, figure figure out works what works best for you because so many people on here talk about time management in a way that works for them but in reality everyone goes through different life experiences and has different things going on that is going to affect how they properly manage their time like for me 
I don't have any kids. I don't have to worry about kids. I just have Doug, who is a fat four-year-old dog. So I don't have to worry about kids and time management around that. I don't have any like dependents in my life. Whereas other people have dependents and they have to bring kids to, you know, soccer games and school and all of this sort of stuff. Or, you know, they're traveling a lot for work. So their time management, their way of time management is vastly different from my way of time management. So whenever you see anyone on here talking about here are like the best tips for time management, take it with a grain of salt. You really need to figure out a time management routine that works for you and your life and the season of life that you're in right now. Gary said had that happen at least two dozen times. <laughs> so that's number 12. Number 13 is to take risks on yourself. Take risks on yourself. The biggest example I can give for this is I graduated with a degree in mechanical engineering and I decided that I was going to take my business full time, my social media business. <laughs> I could be out there making, you know, easily six figures with a degree in mechanical engineering, but I decided to take the risk on myself and start my own entrepreneurial journey and see where that took me. And it's been a crazy ride. I have zero inconsistency half the time because it's this evolving journey, but I traded, you know, security for this giant risk of seeing how it performs in the long term. So I'm not saying you have to do that. I'm not saying go quit your nine to five and like, you know, start your own business. Like if you want to do that, good, great for you. But take risks on yourself. The small little things are going to compound over time. And if you don't take risks, like you're never going to see what could have been a possibility. All right, I'm gonna take a sip of tea and then we'll, we'll go into number 14. All right. So for anyone who is new here, um, today's my birthday and I am sharing 23 life lessons that I wish I knew before 23 and I've gone through the first 13. So number 14 is ask others for help when you need it. Whew, okay. I am somebody who hates asking for help. And if you ask my professors back at school, if you ask my fiance, if you ask my sisters, they will all attest to this. I hate asking for help. This has been something that I've had to learn over the past few years that it's okay to ask for help. Growing up, I grew up in a household where you kind of had to rely on yourself for everything because as I talked about earlier, we grew up extremely poor. So my parents were constantly like hustling to get money and figure out how to pay the bills. And as a kid, I didn't want to get involved with that. I didn't want to, you know, get too close to things and feel like I was intruding. So I never really asked for help, especially when it came to homework, when it came to figuring out how to pay to go out with friends or something like that. I never asked for help. And when I got to college, that became a really big problem for me because when you're doing thermodynamics homework and you have like five real world problems you have to solve, sometimes you need to ask for help. Otherwise you're going to be staring at the same problem for two hours and not knowing how to get to a solution. So this, this is a real example, actually. In thermodynamics class, we had a homework assignment due at the end of the year and it was something about like a heat pump or it doesn't really matter what the homework problem was. But I was staring at the same problem for literally two hours and I refused to go ask for help. 
And I don't know why I did, like, why I just wouldn't go and ask the professor, like, hey, I'm stuck right here. What sort of steps do I need to take moving forward? But I refused to ask for help. Finally, I caved in and I did. And I went to their office hours and I was like, I've done this, 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 and this. And like, I know that the solution is supposed to be this, but I, I don't know like the in-between. I don't know how to get there. And she looked at me and she said, oh, look at this theory right here and apply this equation. And I was like, okay, cool. So I did that right there sitting in her office and then the whole problem worked. And it's just like, how many times in life have you guys done this exact same thing where it's like, you're too proud of yourself to go and ask for help. When in reality, if you just ask, or even if like you're at the grocery store, okay? Another great example. My father is the worst with this, where we'll be at the grocery store and we'll be looking for like a specific item, maybe like a, like a specific sauce or something. And we'll be walking up and down the aisles for like 20 minutes and I'm like, why don't we just go ask an employee? I'm willing to bet if we ask someone, they'll they'll point us in the right direction right now. And he's like, no, we're not going to do that. We're, we're going to find it on our own. And it's like, how much time could we have saved if we just asked an employee? So that's that's lesson 14. Ask others for help when you need it. Like, it'll save you so much time. It'll save you so much stress. And it's okay to admit that you don't know the answer to everything. Um, that's something that really I've had to I've had to learn. All right, lesson 15, celebrate the small things. If you have a small win or if you have something in your life that might not seem like a big deal to other people, but it is a big deal to you, celebrate it. Take the time and celebrate it. Whether it's, you know, a commission or whether it's, I don't know, like you went to the gym for the first time this week, like. Celebrate the small little wins because the small little wins are going to motivate you towards the bigger things. Lesson 16, never let your inner child go. Oh, never let your inner child go because it makes you so much happier when you're just... I feel like everyone is their most self when they're a little bit like a kid. If you're just always trying to adult and always trying to be proper and, you know all that sort of stuff, like you're not gonna be happy. When you when you embrace your inner kid and you're just like, you know what, screw it, I'm gonna go bounce on the trampoline with my kid or something like that. Or, you know, I'm gonna go scooter around the neighborhood with my kid and just hang out. You know, like just the, the small little things. Or I'm gonna, I'm gonna go painting or something like that. That sort of stuff like just makes you so happy. <laughs> it makes you so happy. It, so just never let that inner child go, for sure. Number 17 is to think long-term, not just short-term. So I think for a lot of us who get into the entrepreneurial space especially, we see these people who are making all this money super quickly, or we see people who are getting, you know, followers super fast, and back to the whole, like, your journey is your own, you know, pace and everything like that. Start looking at things as a long-term game rather than just short, quick wins. Because the short, quick wins are awesome in the moment and you get a really high high from it. Like it's, it's like an adrenaline rush. But what's really gonna make a big difference is thinking long-term with life. Thinking about like setting aside money for retirement or putting money into an investment account or, you know, building up the foundations for your business 
before you jump into the deep end and start, you know, taking on 10 clients at once and not having the systems to scale. And I mean, this goes for, this goes for everything in life too. Like when it comes to weight loss, not just like trying to cut 30 pounds in 30 days, like doing impossible things like this. Look, long-term, look at the long-term plan rather than just quick, short wins all the time. Tying into that, lesson number 18 is go to the freaking gym, go work out, go do something to just move your body around. When I, hold on, I got a text, okay. Just do something to move your body around because for 20 years I was an athlete in college, or just like an athlete, I swam. So for anyone who's, who's new here that doesn't know me, I was a college athlete and I, I swam in college. I was the captain of um, the varsity swim team. And I had been swimming since I was like four years old. And I started competitively swimming when I was six. Now I'm not saying everyone needs to be super competitive and like go super hardcore in the gym and stuff like that. But when I graduated college, since I've been tw swimming for like 20 years, I was like, I'm gonna take a break. I'm gonna take a break from athletics and exercise for a little bit because I was just kind of burnt out with it at that point. Biggest mistake of my fucking life. <laughs> Biggest mistake I ever made because during those months where I wasn't working out or doing anything that was like, I went for walks and stuff like that every once in a while, but it, it wasn't the same. When I wasn't like getting my heart rate up and, you know, pushing myself and stuff like that, I was at my lowest lows mental health wise. I was super depressed. I was very unhappy with everything. I just felt really gross all the time. And this went on for like six months, keep in mind. When my fiance finally was like, just come to a few CrossFit classes with me, just come try it out. Finally, I caved in and it was the best decision I've ever made because no longer was I stuck in this like little hole within myself where I just felt like gross and depressed and I wasn't sure what was wrong with me. You know, I didn't have like these endorphins running through my brain or anything like that. And it was just such a bad point. That was like literally one of the biggest mistakes I've ever made is just not working out, not going for runs, not, you know, lifting, not doing all the stuff that people tell you you should be doing, but you're like, oh, I don't need to be doing that anymore. Go do it, <laughs> go to the gym. <laughs> You know, even if you're at the point in your life right now where you have some like metal conditions or you're a little bit older, go for like a nice long walk. Even just getting outside in nature and just stepping away from reality for a little bit and doing something to feed your body and make it feel healthy, it's it makes the biggest difference in the world. It makes the biggest difference in the world. So you don't have to be going to CrossFit classes or, you know, competitive swimming or anything like that or lifting super heavy, but just go do something to keep your body active every single day. Lesson 19 out of 23, stay connected with loved ones and family. So this was a lesson that I learned after I moved halfway across the country. So for anyone new here, I moved from Boston to Nashville um, back literally a year ago, actually. It's almost been an entire year that I've been down here. And one of the biggest reality checks for me was I was no longer connected with loved ones and family. Like if I wanted to go see them, I either had to FaceTime them or I had to hop on a plane and fly across the country to go see them. And that was really hard because it was no longer the point where I could just like take a quick drive to go see someone or um, 
you know, like just walk down the hall and see my sisters in in the house. Like I literally had to make the, the time and effort to stay connected with everyone. So stay connected with your loved ones. It's It's really hard being, you know, away from people. And I think this goes for a lot of young adults, especially when you kind of move out of the house for the first time and you realize that you kind of have to call your mom and dad sometimes to figure out how the grill works or, <laughs> you know, what sort of like medical treatment should I be doing for a burn? You don't really know all that sort of stuff because they always like helped you with it when you were growing up. So always stay connected with loved ones and in your family um, if you have a good relationship for them with them for sure. All right, another sip of tea and then we'll go into the last four. Lesson number 20. Show appreciation and gratitude to those who love you. So I think this one is pretty straightforward. I, I think this one's pretty straightforward. Always show appreciation and gratitude for the people you love and for the people in your life. And I think sometimes we need a reminder of this because we just, if we're surrounded by these people all the time, like we kind of start to take it for granted. But this, this was, a, the reason I put this on here is because recently somebody I knew passed away and the one thing that his wife told me after she passed after he passed away was you know we had a fight a few days before and i feel like we never fully resolved the fight and it just i feel like that's one thing that's always going to haunt me is the fact that we never had like a real resolution with them so she's like i wish that i had at least said something to him i, I wish that like we weren't just you know at each other's throats all the time about about this issue I wish that like we just we had some sort of closure with it before you know it was too late so always show appreciation and gratitude for the people that you care about in your life and the people that love you and who you love because at any time it could be all taken away it could be taken away so just always have that in the back of your mind lesson 21 we're almost at the end Capture as many memories as you can while also enjoying the moment. This one really hits home for me because my job is content creation and social media. And as a content creator, I love to vlog. I love to, you know, take as many videos and photos as I can of my life, which is awesome because I'm trying to capture the moments. But at the same time, if you're always just living through the videos and the, the photos, you're never actually gonna be experiencing those moments in reality. It's just always gonna be through the photos and the videos. So capture as many memories as you can, but also remember to enjoy the moment. You don't have to, I know all these like marketers and social media people are like, you know, take B-roll footage, all this sort of stuff, that's great. But if you're on a trip with your family or something like that, maybe take a few clips here and there. You don't have to record the whole dang trip. Like just enjoy life in the moment enjoy the memories that you're going to have because if you're just looking through a screen the entire time you're so disconnected from reality lesson number 22 is say yes to adventure again i think this one's kind of straightforward but if you have opportunities come up or you know if you're driving on the highway or something like that and there's the option to take the back roads Take the back roads every once in a while. You know, look look at the scenery because sometimes if you're just driving on the highway and going 75 miles an hour all the time and you don't slow down and actually look at what's around you, you're not gonna appreciate life and you're not gonna see what's actually out there for you to enjoy. All right, last 
lesson. And I, I save this one for the end because I think this one's going to resonate with a lot of people regardless of what your age is or where you come from. Lesson 23 is you always have something important to say. It's okay to share your voice. You always have something important to say. It's okay to share your voice. This one, again, I could probably make a whole other podcast episode on this, but your voice and sharing what you have to say, sharing your message, sharing what makes you happy, sharing the lessons that you've learned your life, sharing all that is important and the world needs to hear it. Don't think that just because something seems so small to you, it isn't big to someone else. You always have something important to say. Don't feel like just because there's a conversation being had that you can't chip in or share your opinion or share share what you have to say. Anyone who shuts you down for trying to share your opinion is probably just an asshole. <laughs> if I'm being honest here, they're probably just assholes. You know, they're probably just so narcissistic and don't care. So who cares about them? I'm willing to bet your voice is going to resonate with somebody else in the crowd. Somebody else who's viewing or listening or whatever it is, they're going to care. So don't be afraid to share your voice. All right. Well, those were my 23 life lessons that I wish I knew before the age of 23. And yeah, I don't know. I think some of those are definitely going to hit harder with other people. But yeah, today's my birthday and I just wanted to share that. And I think that it's it's super important that, you know, again, going back to my last point that I did share this sort of stuff because I know a lot of people are going through, maybe not resonating with all 23 points, but hopefully half of them or even a third of them, some of you guys pick up on because... Life is weird. Life goes by fast and sometimes you just get a, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know how to end this one if I'm being honest here. I really don't know the best way to end it just because like, I feel like it's kind of, kind of hit me that normally I'm not like a big like, oh, it's my birthday kind of thing. But like for some reason this year, it just hit a little bit different because I think everything going on in my life really gave me a lot of perspective going from these really high, high months to these really low, low months, redoing my whole business, you know, building more connections with people, traveling to see my family, moving halfway across the country, getting engaged. A lot of big things going on this year that I didn't realize. And I think these are the big key things that kind of have defined who I am over the past few years. So with that being said, I'm gonna wrap it up here. I hope everyone has a great rest of their day and yeah, let me know which which lesson you resonated with most and yeah, I'll see you guys next time. Bye! <laughs>